Good morning and welcome to Thursday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And it's going to be a little hotter today. Again, yeah, almost 110. And then it's going to get cooler again. Uh, you know, cooler is like 105. Uh, but uh, be ready. One more blast of heat. I'm waiting. We're still waiting for fall to begin. Uh, speaking of fall, D-Day today for Arizona high school football. Everybody is waiting for the a meeting announcement out of SMAC. Yes, this is the doctors that we have put in charge. Our sports medicine advisory board is going to give the yay or the nay as to whether or not the first football games will be played on October the 2nd. Uh, obviously, my son is going to be a senior this year, and, and the parent, the football parents up in arms. And again, you know, whatever happened to, to freedom, you know, whatever happened to let the parents make the decision that they feel is best for their kid. Right? Remember, remember those days? Right? Those days are gone, right? Nobody cares what the parents think. Nobody. And, and I'm just watching this play out, and I look at my son's school. They don't care. right? Our, our, we're in hybrid school, you know, where my son goes to school two days a week. And then the other three days, uh, he's at home staring at the, uh, the video monitor that they've been lecturing us for over, a, what, the last two decades about, hey, get your kid away from the, the video monitor. Now it's like, hey, it's fine. Let him sit in front of that thing eight hours a day, no problem. The mental health issues uh, of this lockdown are really hard to define because it's so massive. It's a huge, huge problem here in Phoenix, and I'm sure everywhere, everywhere where this lockdown is. Uh, and the the funny thing is, uh, the most of the educators, and this is the problem, most of the educators are on the liberal side of things. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't think. I don't think I mean it in a bad way, but they just are. So uh, you look at it, and, and it's like um, you have, here's the problem, right? and you have some people on one side of the argument, you know, I'll, I'll say doom and gloom, right? Everyone's going to be dead from this thing. Then you have uh, the other side of it, which which says, "Hey, you know what? This is this this is an overblown thing. It's not as bad as they ever made it out to be." Of course, you know, I'm one of those people. Listen, all of you out there know the personal tragedy that we've been through here at Patriot because of COVID. I'm lucky to be here. My uncle wasn't as lucky. And I still believe in freedom. Right? And let the the adults make their own decisions and let those adults make the decisions for their kids. What you personally feel is irrelevant. Listen, if, if you're a teacher and you're scared, then quit. You have that option. Right? Then, no, then quit. Teach the kids. I, I, that's just... Uh, at, at this point, you know, uh, enough's enough, and and uh, it's very frustrating to sit there and watch and, and be helpless 
uh, and not be heard and and have these people that you don't even know making the decisions for for your your kids it's a it's a tough thing uh, and a lot of tough things going on in America today and you know you look at uh, Facebook and Twitter and all these uh, other social media apps YouTube uh, banning free speech left and right right and and, and it's just another one of the another extension of this where we are continually giving up freedom after freedom after freedom for whether it be convenience or whether it be for political politics which a lot of this is based upon and and more and more and more people wanting handouts versus hand ups Right, you know, the, what used to make America so great was give us the opportunity, and it's just like I'll use high school football as the example. I promise you, you give these coaches, these parents, and these kids the opportunity, they're going to do the right thing, and they're going to make it as safe as possibly can be, and that's all you can ask for. But well, you know, there you go. There's that's been on it. How about the the Fed announcement yesterday? Well, they want make they make me look like the, uh, an idiot today. Uh, gold's down, silver's down, the stock market's down. Uh, yesterday, gold was up, stocks were up. The Fed released. They always release the uh, um, well, the press release first, the print. And everybody was okay with it. And then Jay Powell started talking. And everybody was less okay about it. I'll, I'll give you all the details. Uh, right now, Wall Street and gold, gold and silver all coming back right now. But we'll see. It's early, uh, early in the day here. But very interesting comments from Jay Powell about what's going to come next. What wasn't interesting or uh, a surprise uh, no interest rate hikes coming. Put it this way: the debt's going to go up at least another ten to fifteen trillion before they even think about raising interest rates. Uh, but that wasn't the big story uh, of yesterday's press conference. I'll give you all the details when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour in another totally absolutely worthless dog and pony show that is our central bank listen they are destroying wealth they are destroying the middle class in this country they are driving us to poverty and the sooner you all figure it out the better and listen i'm not happy about it that's what i want of course not this is why we've been you know what we've been here 25 years educating you on the truth. I don't have a political fight in this game. I wish the central bank could actually do what it was that they promised they could do. You know, they they tricked us all, didn't they? They tricked us all. See, they told us that we could handle a certain amount of debt. They did. Matter of fact, remember that they, they, they even wrote little rules to make us feel better about it. Right? 3% a year is okay. 
3% a year is okay. Now, if it goes over that, then, you know, okay, it's getting a little out of control. We're going to be over 20% this year. Almost, I mean, in the neighborhood of 10 times what they said is okay. Do I think about, well, just a little bit of radioactive waste exposure, right? You know, you can do a little bit, a little bit of mercury. That's okay. You know, 10 times that, well, probably not, right? That's the same thing. Just a different consequence instead of you dying, right? It just devastates everyone financially. And and think about the the what they said. First, a little debt was okay, but then in the nineties, they said, "Hey, you know what? We're so good. We're so good that we're going to pay off this debt by 2010." And that way, you know what, that Social Security problem that nobody's talking about except me, it's going to be just A-OK, right? All the money we're going to save on the interest on the debt, right? They were, they were giving themselves self-high fives and patting themselves on the back. Blew up a great, huge tech bubble. You know, kind of funny how the tech bubble's back again, isn't it? Don't say that. No, it's not. It's fine. Everyone, it's snowflake. Everyone loves it. And, and, of course, it didn't happen. And then in 2011, go back to 2011. That's only nine years ago. They convinced us, okay, you're right. We screwed up. But we fixed it now. Right? After quantitative easing, one, two, three, twist and retwist, and and spending all this money, right? We fixed too big to fail, and bail-ins and bailouts. We fixed it. See, and we're going to normalize everything, right? We're gonna we're gonna get back down to lower debts, and we're gonna start raising interest rates. We're gonna get gonna be all back to normal. Right, we're gonna we're gonna sell off our balance sheet. You know, right now, right now, the balance sheet should be approaching three trillion dollars. <laughs> we missed it by a little bit, right? It's seven trillion and change. And Jay Powell yesterday reaffirmed to everybody. Hey, don't you worry. We're going to buy $120 billion a month of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. That's only $1.44 trillion a year at that rate, you know, that they're going to magically buy. And again, think about what it is they're trying to do. Trying to force rates even lower. Make sure that none of you can ever again buy a bond, buy a CD, and not have to worry. Right? Remember, that was supposed to be, they told us for decades, 
Hey, when you get 55, you go into bonds, and you just live off the interest. Yeah. Remember when a AAA-rated bond, AAA-rated CD would pay you 5 6 7%? Heaven forbid you bought a triple B bond. You might get 8 or 9. And if you really wanted to be risky and buy, you know, junk bonds, heck, you can get 10, 11, 12. Now you get nothing. Now, now you can't even keep up with inflation. Right? Forcing you to be even riskier. But he was out again yesterday. And remember, just like I told you, the dot plot. The dumbest thing ever. Well, actually, the concept of a dot plot, it's okay. And just for those of you that don't know, because it's really very simple. There are 17 of these bankers. Okay, There's a couple that need to be filled. There should be 19, but there's only 17 right now because no one can get nominated. And they all have, they, they have, they've got a graph. And on one side of the graph is where interest rates or the uh, when I should where the federal funds rate is going to be and it goes from zero to you know whatever however high you want to go let's just say zero to five percent because it's never getting that high not on not not if not on purpose will it ever get that high on purpose problem is we're, I'm not worried about purpose I'm worried about the accident and then on the other side, it's just the years. 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. And what they do is every year, every year, they want them to, to make a little dot of where they think the Fed's funds rate is going to be. All 17 of these geniuses said that in 2020, almost over, it's going to be at zero. All 17 of these geniuses said in 2021, it's going to be at zero. These same geniuses in 2022, 16 of the 17 said zero. One of them, one of them is very optimistic. He's like, ah, we could... We could be a half of a percent, right? <laughs> which I don't mean to laugh, but, I, you know, one out of 17. By the time you got to 2023, four of the 17 geniuses said we'll have something other than zero. Two of them said a quarter of a point. One of them said half, and the other one, the one I'm, the, I'm assuming the one guy who said that we'll be at a half of a percent in 2022 thinks we'll be at a percent and a half. The other 13 are like, yeah, we're still going to be at zero. Listen to me now. Believe me later. We will be at zero or less than is forever if the central bank had its way. It's never going up again. We can't afford it to go up. Just 1% on $40 trillion would be devastating. 
you know, already, even at, here we are at what, between, well, they say between 0 and 0.25. We pay almost $500 billion of interest a year. And, it, and growing. And every now, it used to be every point would add, you know, $250 billion. But that was back, you know, when the debt was only like $15 trillion. Now every point Every point is going to add half of a trillion dollars. But the problem is, right, we're, we're going to be at $40 trillion by 2023. Actually, I think we'll be close to 45 maybe $50 trillion. So you get my drift. It's almost impossible for the rate to go higher unless there's an accident. See, this is what Ray Dalio warned about yesterday. Uh, Larry Fink from BlackRock. Now, he's not one of the guys. I tell you, this guy is a BlackRock, one of the evil empires. He had to come out today and warn the same thing. And the reason isn't because they're, they're prophetic or they're, they're brilliant. They just could do math. Pretty simple. But the dot plot chart, that was as expected. Everybody, well, that's what everybody wanted to see. And that's exactly what we got. It was the rest of what Jay Powell had to say. By the way, the vote was not unanimous. Now, nobody wanted to raise rates. That's not what the dissenters were dissenting on. So this is the first meeting since the new policy of average inflation, right? The, the, the policy, they, they don't want to admit to you that inflation's got to be way higher than 2%. Way higher. Way higher. So they came up with this, this, oh, well, you know, just over the long term. And since it's been below 2%, we can go above 2% for a while. There was actually two dissenters on this theory. Right? Remember, nobody's, they just make it up as they go. It's not like this is some tried and true tested economic theory. All the tried and true economic theories, they've broken all of those. And said, eh, if we follow that, then, well, uh, we got to tell you the banks are insolvent. And this is really what it's all about. They just don't want you to know your money's worthless. Because if you knew, what would you do? If you knew that Citigroup or J.P. Morgan or B of A, Wells Fargo, if you knew, hey, these banks are really insolvent. In other words, they took all the money you put in. And remember, as I've got commercials that play, I say it at least once a week. When you put your money in the bank, you no longer own it. I know that's hard. People get mad. They start yelling at me, the uneducated ones. And then they're like, well, you show me, you show me the, the, the U.S. law that says that. Okay, I know, I know. Some of you out there believe that the world only started when the United States became a country. I, I get that. You can't grasp that banks had existed for hundreds of years 
before the United States was a country. I know. See, this is banking law that was established. Matter of fact, this current law about who owns the money goes back to an English case from the 1400s. And it is now banking law all over the world. When you click OK, initial here, sign there, click OK, initial here, check this, you're agreeing to those terms, along with a whole bunch of other crap that no right person in the right mind would normally agree to. But, you know, it's how it works. And they loan that money out. They used to pay you interest for them, you know, you giving them ownership of your money. Of course, they don't do that anymore. But now that these loans aren't good, that means the bank's not good, which means your money that's within that bank that you don't own is no longer good. Pretty simple. 800-951-0592. Something else for you to think about. So now, now you know, and most of you have known for a long time, the money that's in your bank account, and I know, listen, you've got your name on it. I mean, they send you statements, and they, they show you your balance and everything. It's not yours. Legally, it's not yours. Your 401k. Same thing. Right? They, they, they send you all this stuff, and, and they got pretty graphs and charts, and you can go online and see how much it's worth and all of that. That money's not yours. You're allowing whoever it is that's managing your fund to take that money, and they loan it out. Because right? when you're buying stock, you're loaning the, you know you're, you're loaning your money to that stock that you're buying. That's what you're doing. Social Security. That money's not yours. Right? They take it out of your check every week, but it's not yours, right? And I, you know, you know that I got that commercial run. That was uh, a Supreme Court case from the '60s. It's just a tax. Current is under no obligation to pay you nada. They don't have to pay us anything. But this is why, and now, am I sitting there telling you, don't do it? No. We have to. you got to have a bank account. 98% of the jobs in this country require a bank account. Got to have it. Got to pay your bills. Am I telling you not to have a 401k? Absolutely not. I mean, look at this great run the stock market's been on. Listen, the, the, the central bank tries to help the stock market, right? So if you can capitalize on that, awesome. Don't be an idiot. Put it all there. You got to have some put in that gold market. And, you know, anybody, any, any financial planner, any idiot on the TV, when you really press them, they'll all tell you the truth. Got to press them, though. And, of course, they'll try to convince you you can do it by buying, you know, the, the ETF or this or that. That's not owning gold. That's just doing the same thing, loading your money to have exposure to it. That's not owning it. There's a reason why. Why can't you get access to your 401K? Have you ever wondered? 
if it's my money, I should be able to just say, hey, I want it. Why do you think they wrote rules that were so ridiculous? Like, hey, if you still work there, you've you got to leave it in there. And if you take any money out, you got to pay a penalty. What? Why? Because they know, hey, people get nervous. And you know what would happen if everybody had the ability at any time they wanted to to say, you know what, just, just take my 401k and go all to, all to cash. The banks, Wall Street, they'd be insolvent in a matter of a day. They could That, that would be the equivalent to the biggest bank run ever. It, it'd be devastating. So, so they put these, first they convince you you have to do it. Right? Then they make sure, they make it very, very painful for you to get your money. Like tax deferred. That's a big one. On top of the penalty, you've got to pay your taxes. So let's just say you had, I don't know, three hundred grand in there. Which obviously that's way above what most people have. But let's just say you, you did it right. Got three hundred grand in there. Well, if you took it all out, that's like $300,000 worth of income on the tax code. Right? So get ready, right? Hey, you know, they're going to get ready to write a $90,000, $100,000 check to the government. That, that's usually enough to convince most people, okay, forget it. I'll just leave it in there. Pretty smart. And could you imagine if you're under the age of 59 and a half, now they slap another 10% on it. I'm not going to give you 40% of my money. Again, though, not your money. And wouldn't it be nice if they told you, hey, by the way, here's this 300 grand. By the way, only 200,000 or 210,000 of it's yours. The rest of it belongs to the government. And for those of you that know, you know this, because those of you that are over 70 and a half, what happens? What happens? Government wants its money. Got to sell 10% a year, every year. Heaven forbid you did really well. And you had over a million dollars in there. Well, guess what? That's $100,000 worth of income. You got to pay that tax, baby. And that's, that's what it's designed for. It's not yours. And this is why you need to own some gold and silver, really simply, something that is yours. It's not a promise to pay. It's not a debt. Don't have to worry about it restating earnings. Right? We, we, it's not subjugated to uh, any sort of crisis. Think about the rules that Congress doesn't have to pass. Congress passed none of these rules on the 401k I just told you about. This is the Banking Commission, the SEC. Remember. After the last crisis, they changed a lot of laws. Now, these weren't the laws that you heard about on CNN or Fox. There was no big debate on Congress. Nancy Pelosi wasn't holding it up. Right? Senators and Congressmen, they weren't arguing. Nobody leaves until we get it done. That didn't happen. Matter of fact, there's no fanfare at all. The way 
the law is written today at any time that the SEC deems it necessary they can prevent you from withdrawing money from your bank now you know that one's true right we've seen it right Greece Cyprus to name a few right hey you could only take out twenty dollars those are all little tests we've got all the all those laws are written already we learned from Greece and so right we needed to work it out okay let's put them into law here and again, not a law like Congress law. This is banking law outside of that. At any time, they can prevent you from selling not only your 401k, your IRA, your Roth IRAs, your Fidelity account, your E-Trade account, your, what are they, your Robin Hood account. Your Charles Schwab account. They can prevent you from doing it. Now they're saying that, don't worry, it's only going to be a crisis when that happens, right? When you really, really want to sell, we're not going to let you. We're going to have some gold put away. It's going to feel really, really good. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Gold's 1945. Silver's at 27. Wall Street's down 100 and a half or so. Uh, the day after the Fed, you know, two years ago, the 17 people that put their little dots on the chart, do you know how many of them had a Fed's funds rate of zero two years ago for 2020 or 2021 or 2022? None. Not one of them. Not one of these Einsteins. Matter of fact, the real whacked out ones thought we'd have a uh, Fed's funds rate of almost 4%. It's not even in the ballpark. Do you know what they said their balance sheet would be? In 2018? What they said it would be in 2020? Somewhere around $3 trillion. You know what they say today? Oh, it's almost eight. And by the way, we're going to buy $120 billion a month. And let me tell you where it went south for the Fed. The inflation thing. Two of the ten voting members were like, hmm, playing with fire here. And we're, we're going to at least dissent. Now, you'd think, hey, eight to two is pretty good. But as far as Fed meetings go, that's horrible. 90, I don't even know what the number is, 95, 98% of every Fed meeting is unanimous. And has been since the beginning of time. Which tells you how worthless these guys really are. To have two dissenters in one meeting, it's happened less than five times. Where they've had two. And we had to this time. And they're worried about this inflation problem. First of all, it's really not a problem. It's just uh, the way they do their, their calculating. Because they know, if, man, if we actually get, could you imagine if we could get 3% on their number, what the real inflation rate would be for us? 
Larry Fink from BlackRock. I'm going to read you some things uh, that he told Morningstar this week. In the short term, I believe we'll have to have rising deficits. Okay, really, Larry? Come on. But, but play along. Of course we are. We already know. That's a given. In the long run, he's worried, which really translates he's worried now. Right? I got to prepare now for what's going to happen five and ten years from now. If you wait to prepare for the longer run five years from now, you're too late. He goes, one particular concern. Japan and China, two nations that are aging rapidly and and that in the next 10 years could transform from saving to spending nations. In those cases, what would be the role for the dollar? Mm. See, he's kind of letting you know what I've already been telling you. Demand for dollars is going down. And the older these nations get, the less they need. Especially if they don't save anything, right? If they're not saving and they're spending, right, they're going to be selling dollar-denominated assets. The U.S. could grow its way out of a deficit, out of its deficit. That's literally never happened. But it could, right? In theory, oh, you know, hey, we could stop spending miraculously. I mean, that's not going to happen. The, the fallacy that we can grow our way out of it has passed us. And he admits that. He goes, now if that happened, that would make the dollar in U.S. investments the favored currency. But if it doesn't, in the next 10 to 15 years, remember, I don't think we've got 10. But Larry Fink, he's a more optimistic debt guy than I am. He's saying 10 to 15. Okay? So somewhere between now and 2035. I think it's going to be uh, before 2030, but either way, you know, we're, we're in the ballpark, I would say. If it doesn't, in other words, if the U.S. can't grow its way out of its deficit, the next 10 to 15 years, in the next 10 to 15 years, it could be a problem. What does he mean by a problem? He says that the biggest risk for the next three years is inflation. He goes, I know we're not seeing it right this second. But the Federal Reserve said it's going to keep interest rates pinned to the floor with no rate increases all the way through 2023 while it continues to buy $120 billion a month of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. Fink says it's not looking very good because what happens is the debt starts to displace. Right? And the thing about the debt we have now, it's not debt. Hey, we're going into debt to build roads and bridges and ports. We're not doing that. No, we're, we're going into debt just to try to keep people not from rioting. I mean, really, that's what, what, what it's all about. And then 
They asked Jay Powell, what about the commercial real estate? And Jay Powell said, if we, wanna, if we need to buy more than $120 billion a month, we don't have room for commercial real estate. We'll need more help from Congress. In other words, you remember that Treasury thing where they, they lent the Treasury, the Treasury lent the Fed the money so they could borrow up to 10 times. And, and Jay Powell yesterday said, listen, that money's already spent. We're going to need even more than that. And, oh, by the way, uh, they better hurry up and get a stimulus, too. So to Larry Fink's point, it uh, doesn't look like we're gr- The only thing growing is the size of the deficit. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. I know a lot, a lot of things to think about today. As uh, the central bank, it's so funny. They act like they have control over this thing, and and the realities are they have no idea what they're doing. Well, and I, and I see even that's wrong. They already know. They just don't want you to know. Uh, Larry Fink, thank you. Very seldom. Do we hear him speak uh, truthfully uh, about what he believes is coming uh, when it comes to, okay, now we've got the problem. And the problem's all about the dollar. The dollar's down today. I mean, gold should be, I I should be right. I'm not, but I should be. (laughs) But I will be, don't worry. And I say this all the time. Listen, I'm wrong a lot for a little while. And then 99 times out of 100, right, by, by the time it's all done, I'm right. And, and I'll be right here again. Gold and silver will be at new all-time highs uh, soon enough. But right now, uh, gold's $19.45. That's $20 less than where we were yesterday. Yesterday, I ran the lead pipe stone cold lock of the week on those $20 gold pieces at $21.75. Uh, and what a great value. Even today, I mean, there's still $2,210 today. So great savings uh, from yesterday. But today, I've never had, I don't know that I've had a, a lead pipe lock two days in a row where it just, just the luck of the draw, you just don't know who's going to call me next. U.S. $10 liberties, one through nine, at a thousand eighty-five, ten or more. At a thousand seventy-five, so you're talking about that'd be twenty-one fifty for two ten-dollar libs. That's huge if you could do ten or more. Even if you couldn't, even if even if you only can swing one of them, that's just a great opportunity. Take advantage of it. Put it away. And think about this, right? Think about all the assets you have. Think about what you have in your bank accounts. Think about what you have in your 401ks or your IRAs and start thinking about, man, how much of that do I really need to start protecting? Right? Because you know the laws. I I gave you all the laws today. You don't own any of it legally. And, of course, the sad part, and probably something I don't stress enough, when you really want to get out, they're going to prevent you from doing it. And when this currency changeover comes, you know, BlackRock says you got 10 to 15 years. I think it's going to be, you know, 10 or less. But still, we're all saying the same thing. 
just a matter of, of, of when, not if. They'll freeze everybody's account, right? You'll be stuck in there until it's over. And it's not like America's going to come to an end. It, it, it'll go on. The difference will be what type of position are you going to be in to take advantage of it? Man, I, I just, listen, my wife makes me. I added to my gold holdings in the last 30 days, and I'm going to do it again because I know the opportunity is coming. And the more gold you have set aside, the more you're going to be able to take advantage of those opportunities when it gets here. 800 951 Radio News Hour. Everybody take care. God bless everybody. Tomorrow's Friday. I'll talk to you soon.